So after two weeks of a um, unscheduled uh, break, we're back with the MoCasts. We are closing in the first season, right? This oh, is yeah. um, 15 episodes. 14, this is the 14th one, yes. and we have one more after this. And um, what better way to close it off than to have, you know, the, the 14th episode will be with Flame. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> You'll have to excuse my cough. I'm still coming out of uh, the break, the unscheduled break. Yeah, it, it's, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things to get into when it comes uh, talking about Flame. You know, like um, questions like, is he my child? Is he my lover? <laughs> oh man! Did right, he? we've been getting a lot of we've been getting a lot of comments about that, and I don't. We decided that the last two episodes will be with the two of us. Obviously, I'm in the 14th, and Martin is going to be in the 15th the because um, I don't know. We might might have thought it would be interesting, and plus, you know that some of you may know we have a This Is Living channel where we usually talk about our daily lives and things like that, more like things on our mind. Yeah, we never posted on that. Yeah, and we haven't forever. We haven't we haven't posted in a while, so we thought, oh, maybe we can just do a couple of episodes about ourselves. Maybe you know, yeah. go a little bit deep into in the same style as we did with the other videos, and mostly because. If you've watched our previous MoCast, you could have seen that I think Stoops was the only guest that yeah. turned it around. It was surprised, like, how about yeah. you guys? How about you? He's like, wait a minute, this is not how this goes, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. we're supposed to <laughs> go with the questions. So I guess this is like a, a new thing now. Yeah, that, that plus the fact that um, during, during our podcast journey with uh, a lot of the WoW content creators and community figures, there was a lot of comments, you know, asking, hey, but what about you guys? Uh, when when will you guys be invited to something like this or do something about yourself? So uh, that plus the fact that we have uh, more um, invites, more guests to come, but they were super busy, especially with the Shadowlands launch and pre-patch and stuff. So everything kind of moved forward for the next year. So this is why we said, okay, we're making this season, season one of MoCast with 15 episodes, and we're going to start off brand new season in 2021, probably somewhere after middle of January with the new guest. So that being said, let's get into the flaminess now. <laughs> I uh, wanted to say, guys, that usually we do a little bit of a prep work when we have a guest. We do a little bit of research because we have a couple yeah. of ideas of what we want to ask them um you know things that you know uh are either well known about them and maybe we can get some more details uh i do not know a single thing that marcelian prepared today so <laughs> all of this all of this is going to be yeah, going, going to be on him i I'm, I'm just along for the ride i'm just sipping my tea it's all good it's all it's all based on the curiosities we, we gathered during these uh two almost two years two no even more of um you know doing content so let, let, let's let's kick it off like this obviously stuff is going to be uh, based on, on on topics me and Flame had over the course of our oh, uh, yeah. lifetime, you know, t different chats, and we got, I'm I'm going to try to touch a couple of subjects that I know he doesn't want to go out there. Oh really? You think there's some th stuff that I don't want to talk about? Really? <laughs> I know. Ah shit. Ah oh, man. Right. Okay, I'm interested to know right. what you right. think. Oh, I don't we'll talk we'll, about. we'll take it off slow. So <laughs> usually we go with the the flows like hey. Tell everybody who we are, and this is no exception. So, Flame, <laughs> tell the people who you are, what do you do, what is next for you, all of that. And we can we can uh, evolve from there. 
Right, all right. So, <laughs> for those of you who may not know, I am Flame. I am not Marcelian's son. I am not his lover. Uh, he's not my uncle. He's not my brother. We're just friends who happen to do this thing. It's, it's kind of like a partnership. This is <clears throat> basically, I'm a YouTube content creator. I uh, also stream on the Marcelian Online platform. You should check out. Those guys have some pretty cool class guides and videos. Hell yeah. Um, I started doing this with Marcin a while ago, which I bet he probably has some questions about, but if he doesn't, I can just say it now. Uh, we worked together at uh, a okay, company cool. that outsourced us to Microsoft Xbox, so we worked on tech support, on gaming, we were in gaming, and that's when we found out about our, uh, our mutual passion towards Blizzard games. We started with HOTS, doing videos with HOTS, and now we're in WoW, you probably guys know the rest of the story. <clears throat> been doing a while videos and we plan on doing this for quite a while uh, at least our youtube channel and our stream we have plans to increase it in the future uh, we want to transition this essentially into a gaming channel hopefully one day we can be variety gaming and do all sorts of things or maybe make a, another channel about that that's uh, something to to be done in the future but I don't know, man. I mean, I guess this is who I am at the moment unless, uh, unless you have something else more specific to ask <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so when 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 we first started, when you first started getting into this, because I know you tried to do this before we, uh, you know, hooked up and yeah, uh, did yeah. this. All right. Um, like what was like your your main ambition? What did you want to achieve prior <laughs> to us meeting and, you know, doing doing this whole thing? What was the dream there? Well, this is very interesting because um, I, prior to us doing this, I was a little bit all over the place in my life. Uh, I didn't really have a, a solid direction. Um, and I tried a couple of things uh, over the course of the last decade in terms of, you know, personal growth, professional growth, stuff like that. And every time I tried to do that, I always came back to gaming because I tried something other than gaming. I tried economics uh i've tried uh martial arts i've tried learning learning new languages stuff like that i wanted to i wanted to develop a couple of skills but mostly i've studied and i wanted to have my own business eventually i just didn't know exactly what it was and it always came back to gaming plus i had a hard time in university um it was one of the shittiest time of my life so I felt like I wanted to just retreat into either being a professional gamer or doing YouTube as a as gaming because it felt like it felt oh it felt all it felt all right for me to do that and it was kind of like a, an escape at the time so I thought oh I can just be a YouTube content creator because people make a living out of this I don't need to worry about uh, my studies I don't need to worry about my job I don't need to worry about anything else I can just support myself with what I want to do and what I enjoy and love doing. So that's kind of how I uh, gravitated towards content creation. <clears throat> well, t tell us a little bit about your, your first attempts on uh, <laughs> ma making videos and, I don't know, maybe streaming. <laughs> um, all right, so... This is all prior to any yeah, and flame things. So I did a video. I think I did more than one video, but I've only left uh, only one on, on my channel. No, there's on my three. YouTube. There's three. <laughs> I what did my you? research. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, so I was really into StarCraft, uh, StarCraft 2 to be precise, and my first video was, because uh, I, I was a big fan of Noble, listen, so we, you guys know that we had Noble in our first episode of MoCast, and I told him this then, 
And I don't know if he thought it was just, you know, just another line, just another thing that he hears from everybody that I'm a big fan, but I'm actually a really big fan. I think I've watched every video he posted for, I don't know, four to six years, something like that. <clears throat> and I was a big fan of the WoW lore, but I was also a big fan of the StarCraft lore. So my first video, if I remember correctly, was a StarCraft lore video where I just commented it over uh, a, a sequence of, uh, of, of, I think, uh, images. I didn't have any like, oh, like shit. Dy dynamic. Well, I didn't know about that one, dude. Carry on. Well, that's because it's private now because I deleted <laughs> most of my stuff, but I kept that one. So I don't know what else you found. Uh, but that was I'll my first project. It was it was with a shitty microphone. It was with no webcam. I talked over it. It was unscripted, so there's a lot of ums. Uh, you know, it's it's yeah. the first project. It's fine. I'm, th the reason I kept it is for posterity, is for you know to give me an idea of where I started from. Um, yeah. It was really fun. I had a crazy amounts of fun designing and creating all the little bits, and it was like so creative. I was like, oh, I can put that there. Oh, I can use that there. It was so cool. Uh, and yeah. That's kind of how... Uh, how all right, went. all right, right. So we got the StarCraft thing. I never saw that one. So I'll be curious to, <laughs> to see that one too, to understand a little bit, you know, the, the flame essence, you know, especially when he edits and writes his scripts and whatever. But what I have found is a, a YouTube channel that uh, flamed it with... Uh, a buddy of ours, he, be, he became a buddy. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah. one you found. And we can, we can, you know, I, I think it's fine, Joe. It's sliced, right? One, one yeah. of our long-term buddies, you know, during the hot days and wild days, and currently, you know, playing with us on stream and stuff. Yeah, I think he's also a moderator on the Twitch uh, nowadays. Yeah, he's a mod on Twitch. Yeah. All right, so that channel was Heroes of the Storm based, if I'm not mistaken, or at least I've seen at least two videos where you guys tested Heroes of the Storm. Oh, I don't, what was, was that so about? Long ago. Because you know, you know, it's interesting because before us hooking up and doing all this thing, you already had some sort of dual thing doing. Like, yeah, yeah. After that, what was that all about? What was the plan there? Well, what was the thing? <clears throat> so, Slice and I go way back. Um, you know, you know how how buddies are. You know, sometimes you bicker, sometimes you fight, but uh, that's because you know you care. But Sliced was uh, is a friend that I've met initially in two thousand, either in two thousand and ten or two thousand and eleven, back when um, League of Legends. Uh, so I've played League of Legends since it's uh, either beta or alpha stage. It was horrible. It, it looked pixelated. It was mm -hmm. disgusting. But then, <clears throat> but then I made a friend playing uh, the, the live version, and I met Matt one day, was sliced one day in League, and then we found out that we also have a passion for StarCraft, and then we really found out that we have a passion for Blizzard games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we played a lot of games over the years, and HOTS came, came on later, what was it, 2013, 14? Uh, I think it was 2014, the, the beta and stuff, and, and yeah, 2015 I, I had came out Yeah, we both have, uh, had alpha access. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got into alpha, we both liked it, and uh, we both enjoyed gaming, right? So we wanted to have, uh, we wanted to make a career, and I, I still wanted to try out YouTubing, because at, at that time, and I'll, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I didn't know, compared to what I know now, and compared to what Marcella knows now, I didn't know jack shit about YouTube at the time. Um, I just thought it was, you know, people uh, using their passion to make a living, right? To make money, to, you know, pay their bills, because that was my biggest concern at the time, right? I was live. I don't know if I was living with my parents at the time, but I didn't know, did not want to live with my parents. I didn't want my parents to pay for my shit. That was incredibly. Uh, it was. It's not. It's not. It's not for me. It's not for me. Some people. Some people are okay with it. Good for you. But for me, I just wanted to live on my own. I wanted to, to support myself. 
I just didn't see myself enjoying anything other than gaming. There are probably other things that I can probably do as a profession, but gaming it was always the, I could do this all day, even if when it gets shitty, I can still do this and build something and make something. So that's what it came with YouTube and uh, Slice was on the same page. And I thought, man, we, we kind of play all of this together. And at the time I had a pretty crappy PC, like a really crappy PC. So I thought, cause uh, he had the better PC. I was like, dude, we can, we can do all, I can do everything that we need to, but you have kind of have to like record and edit this stuff and upload it. Cause you have the better PC. I couldn't, I don't, I think I was running something like 70, 720p at the time. I was like, Ooh. no, we cannot, we cannot do that. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, one of the reasons why we partnered up was because obviously we enjoyed playing with each other and the other was that, uh, two-manning two it is way better than one-manning it, YouTube, a YouTube channel that is, as we found out with yeah. me doing this with Marcelin, so. Hell yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting to see like, like, even like going back to older videos for, from any content creator, it's just interesting to see like, you know, the tone, the tone of voice, the approach, uh, the, the, the general vibes, you know, there's so much to like differentiate. I, I, I like, don't remember those videos, man. Oh, you, uh, you should watch them. I watched them. Part of the research, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, the, this, this re research was made independently. So before, you know, doing, uh, making YouTube and then streaming like, like the main thing, uh, you said you were, you know, a bit chaotic. Don't really, didn't really know for sure what you wanted to to go for. Can you can you talk about, you know, any of your your prior jobs before, you know, us working together for Xbox and whatnot? Because I know this, um, uh, you, you did some 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 money recoup thing, if I remember correctly. Did you money, did you get money recoup? Uh, uh, oh, right, 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 right. I, I think you were a below. I didn't have I didn't have a lot of jobs. Loan shark? What? <laughs> <laughs> so um, that yeah, I, I can talk about that. Let me let me take this one at a time. Uh, my first job, well, I you know I had those summer jobs that you have as a teenager. I had, sure. I had one that I I did for a day, but then they kicked me out not because <laughs> of me, but because uh, I wasn't technically employed. Um, and they had an inspection coming, so that so that was like a big kick in the balls for me. Like my first professional experience, like oh come come and work for us. Oh, it's gonna be cool. You're gonna make some money. It's it's nice. Uh, don't come tomorrow though. So like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> I was, I was, I was an impressionable sixteen-year-old. Was was I sixteen at the time? Oh Jesus! And I was like, ah, oh, I worked for a day, but then um, <laughs> I had, uh, I, I don't know what if I did anything else since then. Uh, I worked with work and work and travel in the U.S. for about three months. It was kind of like a student project thing. I think most most countries in the world have this student travel where you can just pick a country and go work for uh, work over there over the summer for a couple of months make money and you know experience the culture and if you're if you're in university and you have this i strongly recommend you do this it's a wonderful experience you get to meet all sorts of people especially if you go into a cultural rich country obviously us is one of those countries because you have people from all over the world it was amazing it was one of the best experiences of my life it opened up my eyes and my mind to like, oh, there's so many different people. So who yeah. knows, right? Yeah. I think everybody will do that after the pandemic is over. Just yeah, uh, well, <laughs> clearly. Just clearly, put it out Clearly, okay. <laughs> um, but it was nice. It was a nice experience. I made, I made a couple of friends there and I still talk with, uh, with one, uh, one, one friend that I have there. Uh, after that, I came back to finish my university studies and 
after I finished my bachelor's degree, I did um, project-based work uh, online through a, through a platform. It was called Odesk at the time. I remember that. I worked there too, yeah. Yeah, and then it became Upwork, and I don't know what it is today. I don't know if it's still Upwork. But basically, um, you would create an online profile. I think it's similar to LinkedIn. Uh, when as it comes to your profile, you have a profile of your skills of what you can do, reviews for jobs you've done, and people post uh, little project jobs like translate this or edit that or create that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's more like Fiverr rather than LinkedIn. LinkedIn is oh, yeah. more of a Facebook for business. Right, right. Um, and that's when I studied when I started to study Photoshop and Adobe, Illustr Adobe Illustrator. Jesus Christ! And I really, really loved Illustrator uh, to work with it, and I've studied. Well, however, whatever information I found, which in hindsight, it was not that deep, not that profound, not that extensive on graphic design, but I did try to learn how to make logos and stuff like that, which is the logo that I did for my channel, uh, for my old YouTube channel, which I still have to this day. Beautiful work. Beautiful. Um, <clears throat> and I found it fascinating. I found it fascinating to translate uh, drawn art on a piece of paper into Illustrator and try to model it and create the models and make that into a thing uh, that was incredibly cool. Um, I think I got, I don't know if I got work on logos, but it was on my profile. I did a lot of translation work and a lot of proofreading and stuff like that and creative writing. That's what I did um, for a couple of projects. I didn't really make enough money because it was very cheap work. I had to compete with, let's say, very cheap labor. Yeah. Uh, um, if if you've done any any of this kind of work, you probably know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then that's fine. Yeah. You don't you don't need to know. <laughs> YouTube might not like not not like it. Maybe it's not as PC as they would like it because it's stereotypical. Yeah. Well, the, but, but what about the the loan sharking business? Right, man? right, right, right. What, 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 what did you do there? <laughs> you thug. So, so what what happened was, um, I wasn't really making money to support myself, and I was living on. Uh, it was a very shitty time in my life. I was living with my mom because my dad was working overseas and it was, I was 23-ish, 24-ish. It was, for me, it was not cool. My mom was supporting me. That was very embarrassing because I love my mom. I don't want her to work for my, my sorry ass, my 23-year-old <laughs> ass. Um, that was not cool for me. And, but I was, I was in a really depressed, depressive state of my life. I didn't really care about much things. I didn't really have a direction because, <laughs> oh man, this is such a long uh, footnote though. Maybe, maybe you have a question for it, but so I'm not going to go into it. Uh, something happened prior to that that depressed me a lot and I didn't really care about my, my career anymore. So I didn't really do anything about it. But I've sat on my ass for like a couple of months, not doing anything. And my mom was like, you got to get a job. You will get a job by, I don't know, I think it was February at the time. I did some interviews for some call center. I saw, I've seen the work on call center and I knew that kind of my generation, the biggest options when it came to job was call center jobs. That's the yep. student job. That's where you didn't, don't need a lot of experience to do uh, that job. So a lot of people would do that. And I did not want to do that. That was not me. Um, it felt like a dead-end job and it kind of is because you learn a couple of things. Don't, don't get me wrong. You learn skills and that's very important, but there's no future in that job for you. Not, not, not as much as you would, would probably get in a very specific skill set, uh, skill-oriented uh, job, right? Um, that's how I saw it anyway. So, but, but I bit my lip and uh, I got a job at a call center for a bank. 
Hey, um, there we go. And, but I said, I, I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to get this part-time because I'm still going to study and do Upwork uh, Odisk projects because I want to learn graphic design and stuff like that. And she was like, okay, part-time. So that was part-time. What I did there was um, the department that I was working on was, um, I don't know how this other oh, Collections. Credit, uh, yeah, credit, not credit. Um, I had to collect uh, the, the dues, right? Dues. <clears throat> because, uh, you know, you have to pay uh, whatever... Um, uh, Jesus Christ, I, I know the term, man. It's, it's in collection, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, 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 but when you get a loan from a bank and you pay it back, what's that called? Uh, paying back? <laughs> yeah, paying back, like, <laughs> like those individual rates, like what are those called? Something with F, I, I, uh, ah. So, you know, you know, when you get a loan from a bank and you have to pay back every month, right? And you have a, a due date. Um, and, if, and if people did not respect that due date or if they were late for their payment, uh, our department would call them like, hey, what's going on? Is there a problem? And uh, our goal was to make them uh, pay up. <laughs> promise that they would pay by X day of the month, right? We would have to talk to them and try to understand the situation and try to come up with like, okay, can you pay by next Monday or next two, uh, Wednesday, right? That was kind of our responsibility. And if they did, that was a check on our target list. And when we got a, when we reached our target, we would get bonus in our uh, overall paycheck and stuff like that. That's kind of how call center works. They're target based, and if you accomplish your targets, you get uh, you get extra bonuses in terms of uh, money. So basically, you call people and said, "Pay up." Yeah, yeah, and and you can imagine that uh, the people that cannot pay their dues are not doing it just because. Oh, fuck it! I'm not gonna pay. They have issues. So I've called people that were struggling with cancer, people that use that money to buy medicine, people that use that money to put some family member into the hospital to pay for the treatment because it was shit, people who lost their job. So all sorts of people, all sorts of people in a shitty spot in their life. And it was a very depressing job because you never talk with like happy people. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Maybe that's like one or two people in like a hundred. Yeah. So it's, that doesn't happen. So it's, it's, it's all of the calls were like very depressing, right? And some people were like angry and you would have fights over the phone. And that's when I realized that if you work in a corporation and especially in a call center, you cannot say things. Because there are things like, dude, this is how you should do it. This is why you're wrong. You cannot say those things in a call center because your calls can be listened to to monitor to see if you're, you know, up, upholding the company's uh, values, uh, values and, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. So you couldn't do that. And that was incredibly frustrating because the people could say anything to me, but I couldn't say anything back to them. So I couldn't have a proper discussion, proper communication. I had to uh, be in the boundaries that the company <clears throat> told me to, to, to operate in. So that was incredibly frustrating. It was the shittiest job I ever had. And mind you, while I worked in the US uh, for the work and travel, I cleaned shit off the walls in the toilets. <laughs> I've, I've cleaned no uh, food off the tables that stood in the sun for like an entire day and smelled like vomit. Oh, shit. And that was not as worse as working in that uh, call center bank thing. I was incredibly depressed. The day I decided, fuck this, uh, because I think I was, uh, I just registered to my, to my master's studies. The day I decided to like, oh, I cannot work here anymore. I called uh, one of uh, one of my uh, mom's uncles that worked as a notary um, in, in the legal field. And I was like, what do I need to do? Can I just go? Because there was like this grace period that, you know, you have to announce your employer that, hey, I won't be working here. And you give them like a 30 day notice. Uh, and I had to do that. But I just did not want to do that anymore. 
And when he said, oh yeah, judging by the contract, because their contract was incredibly shit. Um, uh, judging by the, the way that they put the contract, you're not legally obliged to stay those 30 days. I was like, okay, fuck it. That was the biggest relief of my entire life. I actually went home and smiled the whole day and didn't even realize it. Like, I was like, <laughs> Dude, ha happy days. Um, you know, the, depressing or not, my man. I think, uh, you know, a job like that, especially like in your early years of, you know, go getting into any sort of a career prospect, you know, builds character, build, builds experience. Oh, yeah, I've learned. I've learned, I learned a couple of things about yeah. people. It's yeah, cause and that's that's I think the most important thing, right? You 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 got in touch with a lot of different people, and you kind of like saw and you know assimilated different reactions, you know, tones of voice. You know, you can have a better perception, right? When you when you talk to people, and in the ultimate goal, you know, leading up to to the present day, I think it helped you out uh, in a lot. But you were you were saying that prior to this. Uh, you were coming off of a depression, like something something happened that really knocked you off of yeah. your your ass, and you. I think I know what it is, but my, people don't know. So, <laughs> well, what was it about? What happened? It's it's, it's a long story because uh, things connect a lot. But prior to this, while uh, my my goal after high school was to get a scholarship in Japan. Ha! I knew um, it. And uh, I studied Japanese on my own a little bit, um, and kind of knew like how to have a basic very basic conversation and a read a little bit of the kanji and write and write a little bit <clears throat> i never went to like official courses because there weren't any there was one um in my city which i think the center is still there today yeah it's close to my home yeah it's right right uh, really close to the office and uh, i was st studying japanese then for a couple of months and i was a couple of lessons in and when I came, when I went to them, I realized that they were a little bit behind. And uh, by the time I had to take my exam, uh, they wouldn't finish the material. So I realized that I, I still had to study on my own. I went there and had a little a couple of conversations and that was pretty cool. But I, I, I really wanted to get into Japan. For me, that represented uh, a change in my life. I was passionate about their culture and I still am. I was passionate about martial arts and I still am. And I like, uh, obviously I'm a weeb because I like anime and stuff like that. But I, I resonated a lot with their mentality um, uh, because I don't, I don't know. How, how much do you want me to get into this, man? You go with it, baby. <laughs> uh, because so the, the thing with, with why I was so fascinated about Japanese is because uh, when I was in high school and school in general, I was bullied. Which is ah, now we're getting into the juicy stuff. Carry uh, oh, on. Oh, this is this is something that you thought I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, more or less. All right, all right. You could have just asked. This, this is a cool story, actually, for when you had enough. Carry on. Um, so I was bullied in in in, in primary school, junior high. I think that that's the right wording. And high school. And the worst was in high school when I think I know why why it happened, but that's like a whole other story. Um, and when I went to high school, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with a new crowd. I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna be a more active person. I'm gonna interact with people, be friendly, make friends, be a little bit cool, but not really. It's not. Well, in high school, it wasn't a thing as being cool, but you know, being with the, with the people and yeah. mingling and stuff like that and new having crowds, friends. New crowds, new crowds. Yeah. Uh, my 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 personality basically is I'm an extrovert, but because I was bullied for so many years, I've retreated in myself and I kind of you know suppressed all of that need because I I just like to to be friends with everybody, I just like to hang around and talk and meet new people. I, I I enjoy that. I enjoy the energy of people. I love people. 
And I realized that also when I went into the US and the experience all the culture, I just love talking and getting to know all sorts of different kind of people, kinds of people. Uh, but being bully kind of it was kind of shitty because it kind of like suppressed all of that. So I didn't even know I was an extrovert. But once I went to the, into high school, I was like, okay, fuck that. Uh, I'm not in the same crowd as it was in school. That's not going to happen now. People are mature now. People get it. Yeah. High school. Yeah, yeah. Mature, mature high school yeah, students. Super, right, right. Yeah. We, we Wise people over there. <laughs> and it turned and turns out that um, I'm... I let's I, I don't want to make 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 it sound like I'm a little like I'm boasting, but I do all right in crowds, okay? And uh, our high school had a tradition of having a ball for like uh, freshmen, and each class would have a, a guy and a girl to select as participants in the ball because there were like games and stuff to be crowned as uh, <laughs> king of the freshmen, queen of the freshmen, and there were like. Well, a couple of other prizes for uh, like, you know, the funny guy, the, the jovial, whatever. There were like prizes like this for, for freshman students, so, you know, probably get them into the, into the culture, into the community of the high school. <clears throat> and I said, fuck it, I, I'll do it. And I was the guy selected from my classroom. I don't know if I even told you this. I know this. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And uh, the girl from my classroom was selected as well, so we can participate in the thing. And the girl from my classroom was really cute, but I didn't really cared too much about that because uh, she had a boyfriend it was uh, she, the, her boyfriend was in our high school a couple of years older and uh, we participated in the in the thing we went to practice we skipped classes because that was really cool we they would take us from classes like hey bye teacher i'm not gonna say, sit in your class i have balls do yeah. ba balls <laughs> balls duty <laughs> ball duty <laughs> sounds horrible <coughs> So I had ball duty to do, like, uh, rehearse games, rehearse plays. We had all kinds of little cool things. <clears throat> and long story short, uh, we had dances and stuff. We participated, and at the end, I was actually, uh, I was actually crowned uh, king. And that was really cool. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but probably because uh, my vibe with that girl was really cool. I think that's kind of how it all started. Uh, her her boyfriend started bullying me, and he was like uh, a bigger dude, two years older. <clears throat> it was it was you know it's not it's nothing new for anybody who has who has been bullied probably knows that kind of stuff. But the thing that the thing it was it was incredibly humiliating because <clears throat> uh, I couldn't do anything about it. He nobody would back me up, so he had friends and I was alone. Uh, I've I've had my my friends were like incredibly passive at the time. Uh, he would always like uh, punch me when I went past him. He would spit on me and stuff like that. It was uh, it was incredibly humiliating. But and I'm not the kind of person to usually take that. But because I had all of all of my myself repressed for all of those years, I couldn't really fight back. And that was my first year of high school. And at the end, I, I said, I, "Okay, I was, I, I I went into my vacation. School was over. And what happened was." Um, I usually in the summer I used to go to my grandma because uh, I had like my my dad's family there, my cousins and all that. We could would play and shit. <clears throat> and I had a, a little cousin then that was uh, really into Naruto, the anime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how things connect! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, uh, I want to watch this, but I don't know, usually catch it on TV. And I was like, Hey, man, why did you just download it? Why did you just torrent it? Because you know, Romania. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to do it. He was really young. And I was like, I can do that for you. And I used that as an excuse to 
instead of st sitting with my cousins and everybody at my grandma's, I went to my, my aunt's place uh, where she had a PC and I just played WoW. At the time, Ooh, I just retreated. I just, I just didn't want to think about everything. I was, I was depressed because of all the bullying. I didn't want to connect with anybody. I didn't really care about anything. I just wanted to retreat in my little old corner of WoW, just play WoW. And after a while, I was like, okay, I, I kind of have to do this for my little cousin, right? So I started downloading the anime. If you haven't watched Naruto, it's really cool. Uh, and I started watching. I was like, well, what is this, right? And the main gist of the story, at least at the beginning part, is about a kid that's, you know, um, marginalized by society and it's bullied and, and stuff like that. So I really related to the character. But the cool part of it is that the character never gave up, right? You probably, if you've watched the anime, you know what I'm talking about. He kept fighting through all of the shit and he kept wanting to, to go to his, to his goal, to being accepted by everybody and uh, surpassing his states that he was in. And I was like, something clicked with me. I was like, why am I not doing that? What the fuck? What, what, what's with all this bullshit, this all self-pity, this all depression bullshit? So I... I was like, fuck that. And that was a big, a big switch in my head. I started to work out. I started to do martial arts. I started to change my life. And funnily enough, once I've adopted that attitude, that guy actually never bullied me again. I never talked to him. We had no interaction. I had no problems after that in high school. So it's all about uh, the attitude. Uh, if anybody has issues with this, with bullying and anything like that, it's all in the attitude. It's a lot about self-confidence. So you have to find the thing that you can do in your life that can give you self-confidence. For me, it was martial arts. But that's how I fell in love with the Japanese culture because uh, they, they came from, you know, they're, they're a very small country. Uh, they have that never give up mentality, that keep pushing through, that keep working, that don't give up, that, you know, always accomplish your goals. And I was like, man, that's so cool. And that's where my love for the Japanese culture started from. And I felt like that's why I need to go there. That's the whole reason why I studied Japanese. That's the whole reason why I wanted to go to Japan. And uh, I didn't really care what I, was, what I would be doing there as long as I was there. So I didn't really have a plan, which is, was probably why I actually never got to go there. All of the exams that I took, which were two, uh, for two years, uh, I failed them. I didn't, I, I didn't study enough or I didn't know everything. Maybe I needed a little bit more help to study. Um, and in hindsight, it was okay because the amount of effort and dedication that I needed to put into the studies in Jitten to, to be there in Japan, I don't think I would have enjoyed that as much as I thought I would. <clears throat> but because I failed all of that, that caused me the pressure because I was, I was forcing myself to be like super positive about all of this because it, it felt very new to me, it felt very unnatural to me to be positive and be outgoing in life. <clears throat> and, when, and when that failed, it all came crashing down. It was incredibly depressing because uh, I thought, okay, this is what I can do in my life. This is my goal, but it all fell. And it's like, ah, oh, then what is my goal? Maybe I don't have anything. So that's kind of how I retreated back into gaming. That's why I didn't really care about uh, my studies and my, my career. Because, well, that was my thing that I wanted to do. And now it's gone and I cannot get it back. Yeah, it's, it's a, a classic uh, portrayal of getting into depression. And it just goes to show that always having an objective to work towards to and to dream towards to is really important and gives meaning. Um, now, I remember in, in regards to the bullying stuff uh, and, and, you know, what happened with, with that dude, because obviously that dude was jealous, I would say, right? Because you got, you got picked with his girlfriend to represent yeah, I, the... That, because, that, well, yeah, the thing is, because I'd never had any interaction with the dude. I didn't even know his name. Um, but, and the, uh, the only connection that we would have is that his girlfriend was my partner towards in the ball. 
and uh, funnily enough, probably because we clicked and uh, we danced and we did all kind of stuff. I, I guess you know it's it's the insecurity of high school uh, high school kids, right? Yeah. He probably felt threatened by me, and I was like, mm, I didn't even I I never because because she was in a relationship, I never even thought of her that way. So I I was just having fun, right? And that was like really new to me. It's like I'm only thinking back that I realized, wait a minute, is that really why this whole thing happens? So stupid. But uh, you, you got to tell me, my man, um, how did you end it with the with the dude? Because I know you said you know you did the martial arts and you got with the you know, um, playing WoW and getting into Naruto and being inspired with, because all of that. But wasn't there an episode where you actually wanted to like set it straight when you just had Oh, I enough? wanted to. Yeah, it never happened. Um, I never, I never interacted with him after that year. I never interacted with him at all. Um, right. I don't know what happened to the guy. I mean, uh, he's, isn't he a cab driver or something? With all respect to cab drivers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, what he does. But the thing is, <clears throat> see, the, the, the problem with, with repressing feelings, guys, is that it builds, it, it, there are different kinds of people and people deal with this differently. I'm the kind of person that uh, I, I build up the anger until I explode. And, or at least I was like that. I, I, I want to feel like I've made progress on that, on that front. And you sure did, but, son. But let's just say that I did not really have any kind thoughts about the guy and I don't want to <laughs> make it too extreme here but um yeah I, I i said to myself okay that's not gonna happen anymore i'm going to stop it but i felt like that i don't know if i was gonna do anything but it was it wasn't it wasn't gonna be cool guys because that's how that's what happens when think of the what, what, what is the expression if you if you corner a rat it will start to bite yeah 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 so if you corner a person i feel like psychologically there's two main things that can happen Either that person gives into despair and just sits there and waits to be eaten by the cat, or if we're talking about the rat metaphor, or the right rat bites back. And I think I'm the former, but the, it's does it's not it does it's not as great as it sounds. Ooh, you bite back, you fight back the oppressor. It's survival it's, instincts, it's, man. Because it, uh, yeah, because it kicks, because the fear kicks in, and uh, you're irrational, and that's not good because you can do stupid stuff. You don't have control over your actions. And that's not how you want to, to resolve uh, problems that you have in your life. So I would not recommend anybody about that. So that's why, that's why I'm on the uh, mindset of, hey, if something is bothering you, say it instead of uh, letting it pile in, inside of you. Because that doesn't go away. That doesn't just magically go away. We're human, right? We're not meant to... We're, we're at the top of the food chain, right? And we're still animals. We're not meant to, to be oppressed, right? And you can you probably know this it's not a secret anymore over the course of humanity's history uh different different groups of people were oppressed and that never ended well and you know people yep. don't like that so they fight back so that's why you know if you feel like it's okay to make fun of people or you know you might not realize you're bullying people because uh, looking back i think i might have done a little bit of bullying of my own and i feel incredibly bad about it and i didn't know i was doing that doing it at a time and i don't know how many people realize this but it's not good it doesn't create a it doesn't create a good vibe and you're pushing people towards extremes that you know are not helpful to anybody but i don't know hell yeah is, is, that, is that what you wanted to hear yeah it's, it's <coughs> you know it's it's stuff that people don't know about right and it, uh, another thing that builds character and you know gets you a little bit more wiser i think exp strong experiences like the ones you had build character ultimately and it's nice to to have something to talk about cuz i'm pretty sure a lot of the people who are listening or watching 
either experienced some sort of bullying in their, you know, primary or high school or whatever, or they were actual bullies themselves, who knows? You know, it's, it's important to, to understand the lesson from both sides. That's it's all I'm saying here. Um, all right. So we had a little bit of a background from, from Flame here. It's just 40 minutes of background. <laughs> now, one thing that, you know, we, we said we're going to talk about this a little bit more um, deeper into the subject. Um, you know, the reason why we couldn't do uh, any more mocasts and we were a little bit sparse with the streams, you know, videos. The reason I'm coughing right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, not really. So, so, so Flame... Um, what happened to you, like, I don't know, is it three weeks now when you first started filling uh, the stuff? Let me take a look. I, I think it's like three weeks. It was, I think it was on the 24th, no. Something like that. It was October. So what happened? I mean, you <coughs> out of all people, how the fuck does this, does this happen? Can we confirm? We, we can't confirm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it started with... Um, with with fevers i felt bad and it's like oh my god i'm getting the flu because i wasn't getting proper sleep i um i was uh it, it's, it was when the cold season kind of started to hit yeah um i was drinking cold beers at night which kind of you know it's not really it good doesn't help it, it doesn't yeah it doesn't help <clears throat> I was eating okay though, and I was working out, so I did that. I was doing exercises and stuff like that. So I, I I've built my my immunity because I, I had problems with my uh, with my health prior to that. I had pneumonia a couple of years ago, and that fucked my lungs. And now every every winter I cough a lot, just like dry coughs. No, well, don't I know it? And this this is coming. By the way, in my first year of uh, university, I did a semi marathon in the snow, man. So I could oh, I could run through the winter and I had no fucking issues. This is why this whole cough thing is so yeah. incredibly annoying for me because I could do all of that. But ever since I had pneumonia because I was a dumbass, um, uh, my lungs were fucked up. <clears throat> and uh, so what happened was uh, I did a stream on the twenty fourth and I felt kind of weak, like my I have some I had some muscle sores and I just went went to bed. And uh, it continued that way and I don't even remember the first couple of days, dude. That was so. It was, it's, I, I don't remember shit. Yeah. You can, so <clears throat> it didn't go away because usually it was like, oh, okay, I have the flu. I dressed up uh, warmly. I drank tea. I ate, you know, a lot of uh, onion and, uh, and, and garlic, which garlic is the natural antibiotic to fight off any bacteria, whatever you have in your body. Especially this is really good when you have a cold or the flu, but, but it didn't go away. Right. So like three or four days started to pass. It didn't go away. Then I started to cough and I was like, okay, what's going on? And obviously in this whole pandemic situation, which we cannot really say the words because YouTube doesn't like to talk about things that affect the entire world. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you had to have some questions after three yeah, or four yeah. days. So we're just, we're just going to call it the thing. Yeah. Um, obviously you're suspicious, right? Because uh, what, 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 what if I have it, right? So I went on... Uh, and by the way, I think this is just... This adds to the comedy of the whole thing, if I just mention it, but on the 30th of October was my birthday. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah. And my birthday was coming up and I always thought it was like, because uh, I turned 30. And I was like, man, if I turn 30, I have to do like a big thing, right? Because it's 30, yeah. right? It's like And we talked about this, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't know what to do, but then I, then I got sick and I was like, uh, I didn't even think about it anymore. Um, but I was like, okay, maybe I should test myself for the thing. Um, so I went on the 28th or 29th of October to my doctor 
to test uh, to get an antibody test which if you have the thing obviously your body's fighting it so it creates those antibodies and they can check for that although uh, as far as i know at least in romania that test is about 75 percent accurate yeah, yeah that's what they told me and it turned out negative and i was like okay i don't have it but still you know i still had flu symptoms but i didn't have the thing symptoms like i i still had my taste i still had my smells i did not have the cough um no respiratory that, problems yeah i didn't have any any respiratory respirat jesus christ um breathing problems right circulation problems and i didn't have um i don't know what what other symptoms there were there was also a little stigma here in romania that some of the tests were not very accurate and they would they would turn out positive even if you didn't have it <clears throat> so all in all it was all a little bit um unreliable but i said okay let's do the proper test which is the proper test is they take samples out of your throat and they take some samples out of your i don't know uh sinuses right or or nose they, yeah, they, they, put, like, they put shit up your nose a, like a big um a big sample stick thingy a big stick up your nose that's <laughs> yeah. what it is and and it's incredibly uncomfortable <clears throat> but i did that on my 30th uh birthday <laughs> on the 30th of october when my birthday was that's uh, i waited for the because the way it works is if you're if you're sus suspected of having the thing you're isolated in your apartment and the ambulance comes with with whatever tools they have for the test and they tested myself and went back then i <clears throat> after that i had uh shittier symptoms serious symptoms i felt horrible and two days later uh, it was like uh, oh i'm positive for the thing so i had the thing that was on the first or second of november or something like that <clears throat> um so i i was isolated for uh, two weeks i had to take medicine i had some of the worst fevers i ever had and because i was coughing during that time uh it would create migraines um and it, w it was shitty it was shitty uh, people experience it differently i get that for me i had a i had a couple of days where i couldn't get out of bed <coughs> i couldn't think properly i couldn't relax until i drank hot teas to calm my throat um but it passed and i feel much better now um and obviously because of my uh pneumonia that i had a couple of years ago and because this and it, this year was was looking to be way better though and this is so, so i'm so salty man i was expecting it to be better yeah because yeah because i i, I take, taking care of myself more this year so i wouldn't have that cough as a bigger problem but uh the thing came and it fucked it all up again and now uh. i have the cough again and it's uh i'm waiting to do some more tests now because now i'm out of the isolation clearly yep. so i just want to see exactly what's going on with my lungs yeah, it's it's basically another year to to work towards to and uh, fix the lungs uh, once again. The the weird part, guys, about about flame getting the thing, is that like we both, uh, as, at least at the office, right? We we always whatever we get in, you know, we we have you know um what do you call them sanitizers you uh, know with alcohol medicinal yeah. alcohol i think yeah 70 70 percent alcohol to always always wash hands you know we kind of take care of ourselves plus flame wasn't really going out of the the house that much i mean apart from uh maybe you know going through a grocery store where he would get his mask on and everything and always wash and disinfect and all of that you know it was weird for you know for us to to actually accept the fact that he got it 
and he has been one of the most careful and you know, and, you know more secluded persons during this whole pandemic than a lot of other people I would know or interacted with. So it was weird. How do you feel? Did you ever uh, stop and think, you know, think about this? Like, where the fuck would you get it? Um, <clears throat> I did, and it was weird because the last couple of days before the first symptoms came, because if if I'm if I'm going to have it, ever since I developed the first symptoms that that stream, I was pretty much isolated in my home. I didn't <laughs> confirm really, you got it from the stream. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have contact with any other people, which means that I I had to I, I had to have gotten it then yeah. during that stream because I had no other contact. Um, and before that, during the incubation period, uh, my main contact was Marcellian, uh, Mad, our editor, and I don't know, we did, we had movie nights that Thursday, there was yeah, like... at my house, uh, um, you also met with your sister, I, I mean, she was here well, a couple was of it, times. Was it in those four-day period? Yeah. 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 And I neither know. her, nor Marcellian, nor Mad, nor anybody else that I had contact during that incubation period, and even past the week... Yeah. Prior, uh, prior, to leading up to my symptoms, all of the people that I came in contact with, which were very few, I, you can count them on one hand, uh, never had any symptoms whatsoever. So it was like really weird how I got it, if I actually did have it, but it was worse than any flu that I ever had. So I kind of have to think that I did. Yeah, I mean, I've been <clears throat> fever so, for that long amount of time. Yeah, know, like a week, keeping... week and a half long fever, it was yeah. shitty. It, uh, I think I had my doubts of it, it actually being true, but the argument stands. Like, uh, I don't think you ever had the. Uh, I remember where you got a, like a, a flu last year. It, it lasted, I don't know, three or four days, then you were, you know, back on track. This was different. This yeah. was like a huge kick in the nuts. And th that, that was the thing, right? Because of that, you know, um, the work that we still had to do for the channel and, and stuff. Um, because, you know, him needing to be isolated, you know, kind of took a hit, like uh, you probably noticed, this is why uh, we, you probably saw my face a little bit more in, in the videos, because, you know, he couldn't record anything, he couldn't do much, all he could do is like, well, record some footage, you know, with, uh, with the heater <laughs> uh, alongside him, but you couldn't ask him to do too much, because he wasn't able to, and Matt was also in quarantine, because a part of his family got positive at some point and he was getting quarantined from all over the places, right? So we that's why, you know, uh, the the content took took a little bit of a, a hit, basically. Uh, but, you know, it's, um, it's all good now and uh, we're back on track. And speaking of good, Flame... Oh, like, finally, something good. <laughs> like, okay, so obviously we, you know, we have the thing with, with the, the Marcellian online stuff, the, the videos, the streams, the podcasts, yeah. and whatever. But what about, you know, you? What do you envision yourself doing? What, what's, what does the future look like for <clears throat> Flame? Well... Be careful what you say now. Well, well, it, well it depends, man, because that's, <laughs> that's a very broad question. Yeah, yeah you do go you, broad, boy. Do you, do, you want, do you want me to talk about everything? What you feel, my man? Well, in terms of uh, in terms of our channel, um, I obviously enjoy gaming and I want to do gaming for as long as I'm capable of. <clears throat> but I'm also thinking, like, okay, what am I going to do when I'm like 50, right? Am I still going to make uh, guides for games? Hell yeah, man, look at Swifty. <laughs> oh, wait, Swifty's 50? Close to it. Shit. <laughs> um, I don't particularly see myself like that because doing doing the kind of videos that we do is incredibly taxing. And although... We are capable of doing that. Why would you want to force yourself to work like a fucking mule to do all of that, right? So, because the idea of a business is to make it as as profitable as possible, 
with as, as little work from you as possible so you can develop in other areas, right? <clears throat> so my, my goal, end goal is uh, kind of like the MoCast. I always gravitated towards the MoCast because I like talking uh, with people. I enjoy having conversations and uh, developing something from an intellectual perspective, right? Because that doesn't take a lot of time. That just takes your brain and your, and your, and your life experiences and your wisdom that you've gathered to make something, to create something. So that's kind of, I, I gravitate towards kind of like what Joe Rogan does because I find it incredibly interesting to just talk with people and develop all kinds of subjects. Um, so ideally, that's kind of how I want the end game for me to be when it comes to YouTube stuff. Probably, you know, I'll, I always enjoy streaming and talking with people. So I'll probably still be streaming. I don't know what I will be playing at the time in like, I don't know, 10, 15 years time. But that's the end game. Until then, you know, it's, it's you know, going on the ride, see where it takes us. That's kind of where I want to be, but we'll see if I ever get there, if I change, if I change it along the way. That's as far as um, YouTube and career goes, because I always wanted my own business. I don't want to work for, for anybody else. Uh, Personal-wise, I have a couple of uh, things that I enjoy doing in my life as hobbies. I enjoy cooking, and I usually do that uh, for myself, but I enjoy cooking for other people. And uh, I will probably take some cooking lessons uh, in the near future. I don't have it planned yet. I want to learn to play the piano and uh, for myself. So there are like skills that I want to accomplish in my life, but more, more um, concrete. Is that, is, that, is that a word? It, it, yeah, it makes sense. Solid. More, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what I really want is to write a book. Ah, I like I like to write. Yes, That's yes. I almost most, forgot about that. Most yeah. most of my most of our scripts are written by me, and I enjoy writing, <clears throat> and I enjoy creative writing. I just uh, need to discipline myself in my life to make the time to do that. So I write every now and again. I have a couple of short stories that I've written. Some of them are WoW related, stuff like that. I think I've gave Marcelian one. To yeah, there's a there's ago. a cool one about Arthas. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you gave to me. Uh, maybe at some point we can do some out of out of. I don't that even thing. know if I still have that one. Oh, but I also, oh yeah, and also uh, through uh, through my depression in university when I failed my exams, this is actually what got me through it. Uh, writing, creative writing, because in yeah, all yeah. of that, uh, all of that shitty state that I was in, just writing about something made me feel like I'm letting it all out, like I'm like I'm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's surpassing all of that shit. It's therapeutic in that way, but it's interesting to to hear Flame talk about you know his future, what he sees the future in terms of you know the channel and his personal goals or whatever. Um, because you gotta you guys gotta realize he wasn't like like this when we first met. Oh, I remember no. <laughs> multiple talks where. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like uh, talk about this. Uh, it's about you, but like starting off with a question towards you. All right. When did you feel or got convinced that you know this is the way to go? As in, uh, we can make a we can make a living out of yeah, it. Yeah, we can make this work. When 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 did that happen? <clears throat> and then I'll kill. I can. Um. Well. I knew that making a living out of YouTube was always a possibility, but I never really thought about it as much because it was still work that needed to be done. So I, for the first uh, couple of years, I treated it as a hobby. Um, when, uh, so what happened was, after we worked together at Xbox, uh, I transitioned to a different department that was a little bit better paid. Plus, 
a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of shitty stuff happened at Xbox where I kept trying to get a promotion, but the bureaucracy didn't really, well, was not really in my favor. And as far as I'm concerned, Martian was also my uh, my team leader. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I was capable of it. I was qualified for it, but I never got it. So I felt like I was just hitting the same wall. So I transitioned to a different department, the Microsoft Store department, which was well, much better paid, a little bit more... I wouldn't say flexible, but you know, uh, having more money made it made it so that I can invest more as well into myself and other things. But that doesn't really matter. After that, Marcelin quit uh, Xbox because uh, you'll probably hear in the next episode. But then, after some time, the project died, so we were let go with a what a, a decent severance package. Not amazing, but it was okay. <clears throat> and then, and I started like, okay, now that I have some money. Uh, coming in that I don't have to work for maybe I can just put a lot more effort into into our channel right because prior to that we were doing I think we did like three guides in total right it was uh, if I remember it was the affliction warlock that I used to play at the beginning of BFA mystery oh. Vermont and you did Rhett uh, I don't remember which were the the first ones though I think I, I know so. I know I did warlock there was warlock for sure I think warlock <clears throat> was one of the first yeah yeah, and I remember the Miss Weaver as well. Uh, but we were doing like one one guide per month because we were working. So if you have like a day, like a full-time job, that's kind of how much time you have to put in, into videos, the, the kind of videos that we make. Uh, as opposed to now where we do like two guides per week plus on cooldown plus the mocast plus the streams. Uh, so what happened was Marcelian uh, stopped with his job. He actually found the business that he was working with. And I think it was around November after the BlizzCon. What was it? 2019? 2017. 2017. No, that no, was no, like no. the the business no. thing. No, no, no. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know why you started the business, but you took a break from the channel. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that was November 20... to 2018. 28. Oh, it was 19. Jesus, 18. Wow, wow, yeah. so much time passed. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, so he had a business that he really enjoyed at the time, and you know he'll probably go into more detail next time, because I I really want to know more. <clears throat> uh, and he said that he uh, he cannot do the channel anymore, uh, that he can help out with uh, with thumbnails and stuff like that, things that he was already doing that I he was doing way better than me, and it would take me like 30 minutes to make a crap, no, it would take me uh, two hours to make a crappy uh, thumbnail that he can do in like 15 minutes or something. So uh, following that, the month of December was all me at the time. So if you look back, uh, I think it was... 8.1 when 8.1 hit yep uh the month that month of december i did pretty much all of the videos they were all over the place we, did, we didn't start to do class guides at the time so i i experimented with a lot of ideas doing dungeon guides and i have a couple of dungeon guides that didn't work really well but i tried <laughs> to approach them in a really funny way um <clears throat> and uh it started i started to do daily videos for for a couple of weeks that and I think I, I think I've talked about this in a previous mocast that we had. Was it with Stoops? I think it was with Soups. Yeah. 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 We got into this. That was one of the most exhausting months of my life. Working on daily videos, it was incredibly, it was incredibly hard because I barely slept. I worked fourteen hours a day at least sometimes. <clears throat> but by the end of the month, so just we don't usually talk about this, and it's I don't we don't really want to talk about this too much. But prior to that month, we our channel would generate something like uh, I think 
a hundred bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, something really. Uh, and in November, fun. because of the BlizzCon and all the hype that we put on, uh, I think it got like three hundred bucks or some something like that. Uh, yeah. the November revenue at the time. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of December, the whole channel generated nine hundred dollars, which that was like like the biggest thing yeah, the, the, we ever saw. I was like, holy shit! Obviously, it was probably because of the sheer volume of content, but that wasn't feasible for the long run. I, I don't recommend anybody working that much. You have to work smart instead of working a lot. But if you cannot work smart, working a lot is probably the next best thing. Yeah. So the channel experience was like, holy shit, nine hundred bucks! Like the the minimum wage at the time, what was it like? Four hundred dollars? No. More five hundred. Five hundred dollars, right? But at the time, I was like, so I was like, wait a minute. If I do this solo, I can support myself with nine hundred bucks. But then something happened with Marcelian's uh, business, and it kind of flopped. So he came back. So I was like, okay, we can do this properly. But then he came back. Um, but because we took a because I took a break, because I was like burned out. Uh, the 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 performance of the channel dropped. That's why, and that's where all this drive for us to you know. Uh, subscribe man notifications uh, let's do all the videos all that all that algorithm all that bullshit that's where they, this comes from because once we took a break for like two months the revenue dropped by like something like 70 or 80 percent oh yeah was, from 900 dollars to 100 <clears throat> yeah to, to something like that it's like holy shit so that's when we realized that if you if you guys are interested in you know being content creators on youtube the most important thing that you can do is probably consistency consistency yes um, but then we said, okay, we're gonna do this. It's probably gonna take a couple of months to get back, especially since we're two and we have to like kind of split everything. <clears throat> we can do this. What's our plan? And that's when I said, man, like looking back at all of the types of videos that I did, the best ones were the class guides. And I think I did two warlock guides at the time. I don't remember if that was the case, but I know it was at least I know one it was warlock, warlock guide. for sure. <clears throat> um, and I was like, dude, the class guides always seem to work. So that's how we kind of set up on the class guides. And that's where it all started. We joined the guild that we're currently in today so that we can raid more. And we ended up really liking the guilds and we're still in it today. Yep. Because raiding gives us uh, the chance to, you know, have raid footage because we kind of want raid footage. To, first of all, to, for us to be able to understand the class that we're going to be talking about. Uh, to get perspective and also to be able to have the footage into the video for the guides. So we did that and that's how we started the class guys. And I was like, okay, that's that it's going to work, but it's going to take a, it's going to, it's going to, sustain us but it's gonna take a lot of work that was it's, a big big segue man that was but <clears throat> so uh, that was the moment where it where it hit you 100 percent, where you were convinced that okay this is the way to go this is this is uh, um, 100 now or because i know you had doubts for a long well i time. i still had i still had doubts uh bro, but that's not necessarily because of how the channel performed that's probably because of personal things psychological things because I didn't really see myself as being successful in this part. So instead of thinking about that, uh, instead of thinking like, uh, I might fail or this might not work or this will fail like everything else that failed for me at the time. Instead of actually thinking about it, that, I just turned my, my attention toward, okay, just work. Just work, just do it, just do it without thinking of failure or success. So that's kind of how I pushed through it uh, until it, it became pretty obvious that it's going to work where I couldn't, where my brain couldn't be just like, but man, you're going to fail. It's like, it couldn't do that anymore. It's like, dude, that, that's, you know. Yeah. There's, there's the, the track record. Uh, the, the, I think the reason Flame brought up like the revenue things, especially during those dark days, I, I call that the dark ages for, <laughs> for myself at least. 
is that like in January, like after that that nine hundred dollar revenue thing, right? January came with a hundred dollar revenue, and at that point, both both me and him were without jobs, without any you know plan Bs, whatever. It was like you know ground zero. All right, so mm. so because we don't talk about revenue and stuff that often. I don't think it's really that important. But obviously, if people are are you know interested, we can talk about you know how sustainable a thing like this could be. But at that point. We had to find something after looking at that $100 mark. It's like, dude, come on. We have to step it up and, you know, do it properly. And it was, um, it was his, uh, you know, idea. Like, you know, like he said, it was his, you know, his thing to like, okay, let's, let's do class guides, you know, based on, you know, what, what worked and whatever. I was a little bit, you know, iffy because I knew what it took in terms of work amount. Uh, put into that but the, you know the whole process has evolved from you know the dark ages up until now <laughs> uh but um you know because making it making it more efficient i would say and on the same time you know top-notch information and testing and whatever uh has a much more sense of reward at the end of the day so we got to give uh, uh flame his credit for being oh, uh, the, the actual savior of uh, the channel, I would go as far to save our both of our lives, because if we didn't, we didn't, you know, go to, you know, take on his, you know, idea to just go for class guides, then we'll probably never did this, and you know, things uh, would have gone in different directions. Uh, but you know, that's um. Oh, this, shit, man! You never said that. I'm I told you that, man. I'm gonna. I'm getting all emotional. You, you, you fucking frog memory. <laughs> I told you that. It's goldfish memory, man. <laughs> no, your shit. <laughs> but you know just uh just to wrap it up because i think we're we're more we didn't than... even talk about wow man well this was different okay we, we don't we can talk about wow you know in, the, in, in, the in season two in, yeah season two <coughs> uh but this was this was all about you and uh, a little bit of uh, stories and you know interesting insights from what what happened you know, in the, the the previous versions of Flame, right up until this point, until the the fully released version. <laughs> I think I think we're here, man. We have we have functional version. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm in patch one point two now. All right, all right, cool, cool. So guys, let us know in the comments. Like if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments. If you're listening yeah. to it on Spotify, come on our YouTube channel and uh, you know throw comments over there. If you have questions for Flame in regards to anything he said or talked about. I think he'll be more than happy to yeah, answer. Yeah, don't them. worry about it. You can probably better off if you really want to have any kind of discussion about any of this stuff. Probably better if you if you join our Discord. Oh yeah, Discord. You can, we can have proper discussions there as opposed to you know posting a comment, maybe seeing it, maybe missing it or anything like that. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it tends to happen. <clears throat> but this has been it for episode fourteen oh, thank with you. Mr. Thank Flame. You for being here. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Marcellian. It was it was it was awesome. I mean, it's only natural for us to to talk. It's always organic, and you know, we get stuff out. Um, we're gonna have uh, the last episode next Monday, fifteen, and then yep. we're gonna close off season one. You're gonna have the full playlist with all of the guests, including us, and we'll come back with season two in 2021 After the holidays yeah yeah with with brand new guests yeah and it's gonna be pretty awesome i'm just gonna yeah, tell you have, that we have we have a list that we really want to dive deep in yeah so thank you once again guys have a great week ahead thank you everybody take care bye -bye. Bye -bye. still i play wow still i play wow